Dear Nadine and Jamie, it's hard to find the words to express my gratitude. Thank you, Jamie, for all the accommodations to my plant-based diet. I've never had such delicious food. Nadine, your soothing voice, words of encouragement and validation, and your compassion didn't go unnoticed. I would recommend this retreat to all the women I know. This is Heart of the Story, and I'm Nadine Kenny Johnstone. I'm a writer and a writing coach who helps women develop and publish their memoirs and essays. But most importantly, I'm a human who's always trying to figure out what my soul is saying. Each week, I'll share stories and tips of healing, hope, and following my heart so that you'll feel inspired to follow yours. Hi, friends. Oh my goodness. We just got back from Door County, Wisconsin, where we led our Write Well retreat, which is writing and wellness for women. And Jamie, my chef husband, caters all of the meals, and it was magical. (laughs) Five days of journaling, meditating, going on nature scavenger hunts, writing, dancing in the grass, sitting by the water, laughing, doing yoga nidra, uh, creating nature art from flower petals. I mean, it was just whimsical and joyful and full of laughter. And these women who didn't know each other much before they got there, some of them didn't know each other at all, became fast friends. And it really was a sacred sisterhood by the end of our five days together. I have so much to share about this incredible retreat because to just bear witness to what can happen when you prioritize yourself and your creativity and you give yourself permission to tend to those things, so much magic can happen. That is what I have witnessed over these last few days. It really was life-changing to watch. And I saw the women also just flourish and expand before my very eyes, not only from the workshops, but really from the nature setting and from the connection with each other. That's it, right? As a retreat leader, I offer guidance and I offer support. But the main thing is that the women are the ones who signed up. It starts with us deciding for ourselves that we are going to commit our time to this, that it's important. That's where the transformation happens, is prioritizing this time in the first place. So it truly was that the women made this time for themselves. They showed up open-hearted, and then they were willing to try different things and just see what happened. And I can't wait to tell you all about it. So let me first describe you know, why retreats and what's the history there? So I've been going on retreats, as you know, for a long time. I really, really understood the value of them because 
anytime I would go on one of them, I would just kind of tap into this frame of mind that was unavailable in my everyday life. On the retreats, my brain is only focused on myself and my creativity. And so for years, I had been saying, I want to give what I have received. I want to give this bit of magic to other women and allow them a space where they can put aside everything else, right, work or partnering or parenting, daily life and responsibilities, technology, put it all aside and just tend to themselves in their creativity. So years ago, I had this idea, you know, I just want to invite people to our home for a weekend and I'll lead the writing workshops. And then, of course, it was just natural that Jamie would cook the meals, seeing he is a Johnson and Wales trained chef and has been doing this for decades. And so we would invite women who lived locally to come to our house on Saturday and Sunday. And then they would drive home at night, but it was like, an immersive weekend all day long for Saturday and Sunday. And they would crowd into our little living room and we would always offer shawls and notebooks and lots of coffee and tea and then all the meals and then time around the fireplace at the end of the night or having wine and cheese and story time at the end. And those weekends were just so soul fulfilling that Jamie and I said, okay, we need to do this, but for longer. And we need to invite people to some of our favorite places so that they can have even more whimsy by being surrounded by beauty and nature. So we've always loved Door County, Wisconsin. We started going there maybe six years ago when Gio was was three or so. And just by chance, you know, I'd grown up in Illinois uh, for most of my life and Door County, Wisconsin is only four hours away. And yet I had never been. And I remember I had a childhood friend who went there every summer and she would just come back just glowing and and happy and and suntanned. And and so when I was planning a little short vacation for us a few years ago, I thought, okay, well, what if we just went to Door County and we saw what it was all about? So we ended up going and immediately I could see why it was such a healing, nurturing place. Door County is a peninsula that sticks out into Lake Michigan. So imagine it's like the little thumb almost that sticks out. And when you cross over the bridge at Sturgeon Bay, from there on, as you drive north on 42, there are no traffic lights There are no box stores, no chain restaurants. There is not a Starbucks in sight. (laughs) It's all typically locally owned restaurants, coffee shops, and the like. And there are multiple towns. So each town you cross through is a little village that has its own vibe. And there are many of them. 
And as you drive through them, if you ever get bored with one, you would just go on to the next. And each of them has a water view because they're on the skinny peninsula. So you go through Egg Harbor and then Fish Creek and then Ephraim, and then Sister Bay, and then Ellison Bay. And then on the other side, there's Bailey's Harbor. And it just is like winding through these tree-lined roads, seeing the water on your left-hand side, seeing these adorable locally-owned shops, and seeing boats and bikes and people. It, it just fills your heart with the nostalgia of what summer camp used to be. (laughs) Like there are all these places that have been there forever. It has a deep, deep history. So while you have these little villages that you drive through, there is just tons of preserved land, forest, farm that really makes it so it doesn't feel overly populated. And it creates this feeling as you're driving through like oh there's Wilson's the ice cream shop it's been there for over 150 years (laughs) and you feel like you're at summer camp so when we were planning this first retreat kind of back into things after two long years of pandemic we wanted to definitely have it at Door County. We knew that was going to be our place. And right away, as I was thinking about the theme for the retreat, I thought summer camp. <laughs> Door County screams summer camp. It's like get out your beach towel and go grab ice cream and go for a hike in the woods and then splash in the lake afterwards and stay at like an old home where everyone gathers for like sleepover talk. That's what I wanted the vibe to be like. So when we found this lakefront home that we could rent for the five days, it immediately screamed summer camp. And when we arrived and truly saw it for the first time in person rather than in pictures, when we arrived last week, it did not disappoint. So you drive past downtown Sister Bay and then you take a left on this one street. And then when you see the sign for the house, you drive down the driveway, which in itself is half a mile. And you're going through the woods and it's kind of like, where are we? (laughs) And you arrive at this house that has been there forever, but in a great way. And when you go through the doors, immediately what you see is these tall vaulted ceilings with these wood beams and these like sailing flags everywhere. The family that owns the house must have great sailing abilities. And you look out the big picture window and what do you see? Just lake, lake, lake. (laughs) The waves are right there. And you're immediately like, oh my goodness. And there's this huge porch that's screened in that has tons of uh, seating and there's a long table uh, for eating and having meetings. And so as soon as we saw the porch, I knew, okay, here is the spot for yoga nidra. So I set up all of the yoga mats and the candles and the blankets to create a really cozy, comfy spot where we could have 
deep relaxation at the end of the day. And then I set up the other part of the porch for our workshops and for eating. And then all around the house are these bedrooms, um, many of which look out at the lake. And they have these old quilts in there. And they just give you that vibe. Like it has a deep, history. You could see it in the architecture. You can see it in the quilts and you just feel like you're at summer camp. And then you go out onto the back lawn, tons of grass. And that's where I knew we would do some dancing. And then you walk down the sidewalk and there's this patio area that's right next to the water. And there's a fire pit there as well. So we knew we were going to do s'mores and morning meditation there as well. It's a great spot and listening to the waves. And it was just the perfect backdrop. And then I knew if the women wanted to go for walks in the afternoon, that they could have a great time exploring the woods around. So it did not disappoint when we arrived and saw this place that we had only seen in pictures. So then as Jamie and I were planning the meals and the schedule, we knew that we wanted to really source as much as we could from local vendors. The people who have farms on Door County have had these farms forever and their families, and also many of them are very footprint conscious. So they are aware of the impact that they're having on the environment. And we just like to kind of eliminate the amount of like trucking and transportation that has to happen. So we knew when Jamie and I were planning the menu that we wanted to use local vendors because we wanted to support local businesses and because the food is fresher, it reduces the carbon footprint. We're not having to go to a grocery store where everything has been trucked in um, and has traveled many, many states or countries, we could just go right down the road and support these local farmers. So we went to Wasita Farms. Oh my goodness, they're an excellent organic farm. We got tons of our stuff from there. We got our goat cheese from Door County Creamery. We got our pie from Sequist. They have a really cute farmer's market store cherry pie delicious because that area of Wisconsin is a huge cherry producer. And then we got our coffee and homemade granola from Kick Ash Coffee in Ellison Bay. And what was great about that too was just developing deeper relationships with these local vendors. They're amazing and they were so, so happy that we were featuring them as well. So Jamie, over the course of the week, made the following meals. <laughs> For breakfast, he made this incredible spinach frittata one morning, also with sliced peppers, and then you could add goat cheese to it. Another morning, he did avocado toast uh, with a beautiful egg on top where when you cut into it, the yolk is golden and it runs on the beautiful sourdough, everything. We always had fruit on the side, fresh fruit. Another morning, he made uh, gluten-free banana pancakes with almond butter spread on them. Another morning, he did a gluten-free blueberry pancake cake. It was so, so 
delicious. <laughs> so most of our meals are gluten-free and dairy-free. And we also had a vegan participant at the retreat. And Jamie did a wonderful job of making vegan options as well. And she was really happy with them. And so many other excellent meals for lunch and dinner. We had Thai noodle salad, which is my favorite. We had street tacos. We had a uh, local whitefish with herb encrusted coating on the outside, um, smashed potatoes. We had amazing crispy Brussels sprouts with honey and nuts and goat cheese. We always had a delicious dessert. <laughs> the women liked Jamie's food so much. I think that he is now their favorite uh, between me and him. I think they love me, but they love Jamie even more. <laughs> and what they kept on saying was that they just appreciated not having to think or cook they didn't have to worry about the food. It was served to them, and they just felt really, really nurtured for someone else to be putting all that thought and effort into it, and they could just show up at mealtime and be fed wonderful, amazing food. We would come out of workshop, and they'd sniff the air, and they'd be like, oh, what is he cooking now? And so that leads me to what did we do and how was it for the women? So the women all came in the afternoon on the first day between four and six. And first of all, it was just a joy to see people in person, <laughs> in person. I miss seeing people in person. And some of these women I've known online for many years, multiple years, and this is the first time we've seen each other in person. So there were tons of hugs, lots of smiles. Then they got to know each other. And we all gathered together at six outside by the lake, sitting in a semicircle, talking to each other, doing a little bit of tapping in and journaling, really getting to know not only each other, but what we wanted from the week. And then we had an incredible dinner on the porch where you could see the lake. And afterwards, we had s'mores around the fire pit, which is right next to the lake. And we got to see the sunset and we were wrapped in the quilts. And it was just the coziest summer camp thing ever. <laughs> it was a true joy. And then the women all got to get a good night's sleep. And the next few days were a combination of we always started off with at seven o'clock, Jamie would put out the coffee and quiet time was encouraged. Women were either writing or just kind of sitting in a cozy spot or sitting by the lake and just having their own time. Then we would eat an amazing breakfast at eight. And then the women would have time to change and shower and get ready. Usually, though, they just kept on chatting with each other until around 930 when we would start our first workshop chunk. We would always meet between nine. 9.30 and noon. So within that time, we would meditate, we would journal, we would do writing workshops. One morning we did uh, some nature art. I won't spoil it for you, but 
It was really, really incredible. And then we would have lunch at noon. And then in the afternoon, there's always a little bit of free time. I really value when I go to retreats that I have a fair amount of group time, but then I have a fair amount of individual time to either be by myself if I want or pair up with somebody else and go for a walk or go into town. And that's what the women ended up doing. So sometimes they wanted time by themselves to write or go out in nature. And other times they paired up and they wanted to hit the shops in Sister Bay. And that's what they did. And then we would come back again between four and six and have our other workshop. And we would do more writing and sometimes group work. And then we would always end our session with a bit of yoga nidra, which is just lying on your back, deep relaxation. The women say that's one of their favorite things. (laughs) It's like adult nap time. And then we would have dinner at six o'clock. And then usually we would just keep chatting after that. On our last night together, we had a reading where we read our work out loud. And also one of the days, usually like the third day into our retreats, we offer where the women have the afternoon and evening off. So they don't have a workshop and they can really go explore the area. So in Door County, you have the option you can go on a sunset cruise. You can go hike or bike Peninsula State Park. You could go to the shops. You can go to a nice restaurant if you want to. You can explore the towns. You could go kayaking. You could go paddleboarding. And so we wanted to give people time to take advantage of that. And the women had an awesome time doing fun things. And what I saw over the course of our five days together was, first off, women giving themselves permission to prioritize themselves and their souls and their stories. Really, truly saying, this is worthy and valid, and I deserve this time. That was key. I saw it happening. The guilt trip kind of fading away or the worry about whatever was going on, that faded away very quickly at the beginning. And then the thing that I saw the most was women giving themselves permission to play. I kept on talking about play and delight during our time together. And I I encouraged it even more because we danced every single day. <laughs> I made us dance. I asked what people's favorite songs were and we got really, really silly. There was no embarrassment. It was all just good fun. We danced outside to fun music. We were dancing to Bruno Mars and another woman's favorite song was Hey Mickey. Hey Mickey, you're so fun. You're so fun. You blow my mind. Hey Mickey. (laughs) It was so fun and we would just be silly and I would say, what would your five-year-old self do right now for this dance? And, And we were just silly and we were laughing and playing. And then when we did other creative projects that they had no idea that they were going to do, it really released their inner child that was so creative. And that was amazing to see. And then I got to see them really developing their writing projects, their stories that they were working on, but in a way that didn't feel forced and stressed, in a way that felt freeing and creative. And then the other thing that I witnessed was just natural connections happening between the women. The time when they had the afternoon and evening off, it was so nice to see because 
Jamie and Gio and I, we went and uh, did some exploring in town and we had a dinner and then we came back to the house and we saw the women sitting around the kitchen just chatting and there was a couch. It's a big, big kitchen. So there was a couch there and, and chairs and stools and they were like hanging out like sleepover time. And then they did. They went into the living room and they hung out even more. And then the other women came home from what they were doing. And I I just glanced in there to, and just smiled because I saw that it was like slumber party time, which is exactly what was just so wonderful to see. Just this this wonderful connection happening between the women. And by the very end, you could see that they had broken some habits that they might have in regular life and created new habits, new rituals where they were making vows to themselves. You know what? I'm going to bring some of this back home. I'm going to bring more time for journaling. I'm going to do more meditating or yoga nidra. I want to laugh more. I want to dance more. And and if women can leave the retreat feeling so restored and rejuvenated, then then we've done our job. And it was amazing because so Jamie and Gio and I, we had a separate area on the property. It's like a bunkhouse and that's where we stayed. And, you know, while we were doing our thing, Gio was reading and and playing and occasionally he would help Jamie in the kitchen do a thing or two. But even he said later on, he was like, Mom, it seemed like the women were having so much fun, right? And it's because they were. And Jamie got to witness just as he was serving the women how nice it was, they kept saying, for them to be just nurtured and cared for and not having to do all the work themselves, right? And so I want to share just a couple of things that the women said, and this really warmed our hearts. They wrote these lovely notes at the end of our time together, and here are a few of the things they said. Dear Nadine and Jamie, it's hard to find the words to express my gratitude for the last five days. First and foremost, thank you for your kindness, sharing, and giving of yourself. Everything has been wonderful and what I needed in my life. The sessions were exceptional. The food and the aroma of the cooking was outstanding. Thank you, Jamie, for all the accommodations to my plant-based diet. I've never had such delicious food. Nadine, your soothing voice, words of encouragement and validation, and your compassion didn't go unnoticed. I would recommend this retreat to all my family and friends and to all the women I know. This was my first time, but it will not be my last. The way you meet everyone at the edge of their own development and the support you provide was amazing. Oh, well, I'd say that completely filled my soul. Some other people said, thank you so much for these five days. You created a safe, creative, nourishing environment. The love you share seeped into the air. I loved all the meals, the house, the setting, Yoga Nidra for sure. Nadine's energy, spirit, guided writing prompts, the female energy, 
and Geo. <laughs> they liked seeing Geo smile. He he was, you know, mostly just doing his own thing, but he would appear from time to time to help out and they loved seeing his smile. Here's another one. Nadine and Jamie, thank you for such a well-organized, efficiently facilitated retreat. I appreciated all of the attention, not only to the writing, but also to wellness. The variety of activities was inspiring and enjoyable. The setting was ideal, and I enjoyed the opportunity to explore the area. I felt well prepared for the retreat as Nadine's emails included all of the information and helped me plan and prepare. Finally, thank you for the delicious healthful meals. There are more words like that, and I I could just kind of melt into the ground full of love. <laughs> so I wanted to share all of this just as a way, if you're ever curious about like what actually happens at one of these retreats that this could fill you in because I know it's so hard. It feels like such a leap to take when you find out about a retreat and you, you're like, oh, I don't know even what I'm signing up for here. Where will I be? What will we do? What is the experience going to be like? And now I hope that this kind of fills you in on what the experience is like when you attend one of our Write Well retreats. But regardless, if you do that or you take time for yourself doing a solo retreat or you sign up for a different kind of retreat elsewhere, just know that even a few days away can be life changing. And if you don't have a few days, but you have a morning, try out some of these things and they can really change your whole energy and mood. Put on a song and dance for one song. Go out and find little bits of natural found objects and make a little nature art out of them. Take out a journal and write a letter to yourself from the wise version of you and just ask it, what she knows, and what she wants for you. Go for a walk in nature. Look at water if you can. Go have a laugh with a friend. Open your heart to meeting someone new. Those things alone can really, really change everything. And all that requires is maybe an hour, just an hour. So you know what a big uh, <laughs> supporter of retreats I am, and this retreat just made me even more <laughs> of a supporter of retreats and so excited for the next ones. So if you're looking for an update of what's to come in our future, we've got a lot of exciting plans ahead in the future. And there will be more retreats, my friends. Lots and lots of retreats in the future. So stay tuned. And if you want to know about those retreats, you can go to nadinekennyjohnstone.com forward slash community to learn more about them. You'll get on the newsletter list so that 
whenever I announce a new one, you'll be the first to know. My newsletter community, they know everything first. People on Instagram, they get the information after the fact. So the newsletter community is the place to be for the inside scoop and the priority enrollment. So you'll want to go there. And then we've got other things going on with us as a family, some exciting plans we have for the year ahead. So you'll want to stay tuned to the podcast and learn about some of these upcoming adventures along the way. Thanks for listening in today. I hope it inspires you to take a retreat, go on a retreat, and maybe we'll even see you at one of ours. I hope so. It is the joy of my life. So hope to see you in the future. Thank you, Michelle Rado, and I'll bet you do for this podcast. And remember, everyone, every heart has a story and every story has a heart. See you next week.